This episode from The Vault is called Introduction to Further Up and Further In. And this is our first episode we ever released where we just share some background, some why, where the name came from. And for those of you who are wanting new episodes, don't worry, we have a recording uh, date on the calendar. So new episodes coming soon. Further up and further your river satisfied welcome to further up and further in with Amy and Michelle hey we're so glad you joined us this is our introductory podcast so we're going to tell you why do we call it further up and further in and how did this even come to be because podcasts are not something that I thought about doing. I listen to a lot of them, but I never thought that it was a possibility. They're a dime a dozen. I wander through them, weed through them, look for things, never thought somebody would want to listen to me. But then we both had the same idea in two really different ways. I was in the shower where I get a lot of my good ideas because it's quiet, no kids and just space. And it just came to me. One of those God ideas of like, man, I wonder if me and Michelle should have a podcast where we can talk about the things that people have been asking us about. Yeah. I get asked a lot if I can mentor people. I have this passion and this longing uh, to to share what God's put inside of me with people. And I'm always like, God, how can I do this with broader impact? Because here we are way up in Northern Alberta and uh, this is where we're at right now, but there's this longing and it feels like it came from God. So God, would you show me ways to do broader impact? And I know some of that for me is writing and I get to preach and speak at events. But when you said, Hey, what about a podcast? It was like an immediate, that is ridiculous. And of course we should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. And so the name further up and further in. Yeah. Where did that come from? You know, uh, It's a phrase that's been stuck in my head so much in the last couple of years. It's just this like longing. Oh God, I just want to experience more of you. I want more freedom. I want more hope and I want to pass it on. And the further up and further in describes that. But I didn't originate that phrase. Mm -hmm. It's from the last battle. Yeah. And that's the Chronicles of Narnia, which as I'm reading it with my kids and listening it to audio, I can't help but be like, this is a like analogy of Jesus. Like repeated. My kids are tired of it. But it is, it's in the last battle in the end where Aslan has invited the kids and the true Narnians to go through the stable door into true Narnia. And at every stage, it's a further up and further in. There's more. Come, come, come. It's the invitation of there is more and the world is bigger. True Narnia is bigger. And so we ended up on that after some names that weren't as awesome or ones that were really funny, but just didn't quite fit what we were going for. Yeah. But as we, I think you suggested further up and further in, and it was like, yes. Yeah. This little click of, yeah, that, that totally summarizes our longing. Mm-hmm. And because we are having so much fun going further up and further in with Jesus, we really, really long that the whole world would mm-hmm. be invited into an adventure And for me, Amy, that's just like this burning passion. Sometimes, I don't know if you've heard messages where people are saying, who's your tribe or what are you called Mm. to or what people group are you called to? Sometimes it's like a missions thing and people will tell a story of Africa. And anytime I just like, God, who have you called me to? 
my heart immediately, it's like a gut level. It's my whole being, not just my heart. It's just like this. Oh, the people, the people who are burned out on religion, who don't know how beautiful Jesus is, who don't know that he holds everything they long for. So many people have been abused by religion. And then there's other people who are stuck in religion, thinking it's going to keep them safe. And there's zero joy, zero Mm. hope, zero freedom. And that's what Jesus is all about. And I love him so much. And he has healed me and of so many things, body, soul, and spirit. And I just long to say to the whole world, come on, further up and further in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for me, it's similar. It's like as my spiritual renewal is happening, the basis underneath is when I'm, yeah, what is my tribe is the, we don't have to live like this. That it is not just uh, our walk with Jesus is not just like, save me, now I'm stuck until you come back. And then heaven, I really hope will be good. Yeah. It's, uh, we don't have to live like this. He has come for abundant life. He has come for the fullness. He has come to heal body, soul, and spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not about our circumstances changing either. Sometimes people get so disappointed. I find so many people that I encounter that are kind of derailed in there further up and further in, they're just done mm-hmm. is because they've been so profoundly disappointed because they thought it would look different than this. Yeah. You know, that God would heal that cancer when he didn't, or their financial circumstances would be different or their kids would have turned, you know, whatever the disappointments of humanity pile up. We've all got our own story. And since God didn't show up like a fairy godmother and fix that, there's this disappointment and the shutdown and man, I, Jesus is the only hope in all of those situations. Mm-hmm. And he's so present in them. And that abundance of he helps us, he strengthens us in situations, and he walks us through them to the other side. And when we walk with him, he always makes something really good and beautiful out of the mess. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got mess. So I long for people to be connected to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me, another aspect is scripture talks about that we are to get rid of in Ephesians uh, 4.26, it talks about get rid of malice, bitterness, you know, and clothe yourself. And all of a sudden it clicked to me. It's like, we can't just say, okay, I'm getting rid of bitterness. I'm done with that. Or I'm getting rid of malice. Like there has to be a process. There has to be a way where we're emptying ourselves of the stuff that Jesus died for and creating space. But then what can happen is we, I, well, I can go to the striving of like Mm -hmm. clinging and Mm -hmm. like, I am getting rid of this and I'm going to get free from this. But that's not what Jesus has called us to. No. And that's just more bondage of religion. And for so many people that has been their experience. Okay. I'm going to be a Christian. I'm going to stop doing X, Y, and Z. Then they can't stop doing X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So we either go to forget it, screw it, chuck it, or we go to pretend performance. I'll show up shiny and polished and look like I've got it together, but But I know in my secret places at home behind closed doors Mm -hmm. or in my own brain, none of that is actual reality. And that's just another kind of bondage. It makes me think of the story of the prodigal son. I always look at that story like there was one good father. Yeah. There's a really good father. He was a perfect father as we see the story. And he had two sons and they reacted in different ways. And one just did the screw it route, right? Mm -hmm. And he just went off and did whatever he wanted. And then he felt so much shame. He felt cut off from the father's love. The other son did the striving thing that you're talking about. I am going to get this right. And still felt like he was trying to earn the father's love. And the truth is, is that they both had the father's love the whole time. (laughs) That is like every time that story is just shows another facet. Yep. There he is. And the father is loving. And if you're listening to this today, I want you to know your father loves you. He loves you so much. 
And the answer isn't so much to try to stop doing stuff. It's to receive his love and his love empowers you to stop doing stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit of a counterintuitive journey. My human brain, man, I love checklists. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do that. And it's going to help me. And what we're definitely not talking about in further up and further in is a kind of self-help that's fix it. Mm, It's not, that's not what we're doing. No, not a chance. Cause that doesn't, no, that can only go so far. There's really good tools that can help, but ultimately healing and freedom comes from Jesus. That's what he died for. Yeah. So we're talking about both because I refer people all the time to good Mm -hmm. tools that will help with their minds, their thoughts, their physical health, because we're body, soul, spirit people. So it's all of that. And we're not dissing the other, but we are saying the key to freedom and healing is to first know you are absolutely loved by God and then take those tools and they'll actually be super effective instead of exhausting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the tools can help us see some of the blockages in our lives and how to, with Jesus's help, deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. So when you talk about being free of bitterness, we can do a podcast on this one Mm -hmm. because there's wounds behind the bitterness. And if we ignore the wounds and just say, I'm going to stop being bitter, it doesn't work. It'll work for a while. We all know it, but we, who doesn't know that just trying to stop being bitter doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, those are things to be excited about. We're going to talk about someday. Mm -hmm. What about when we're stuck? You know, I, I don't know how to love and obey God. I'm, I'm actually thinking of three sisters I know right now, and each one of them are in a trauma that for me feels like so overwhelming. Mm. And my heart is breaking because I know that their only hope is in a healing encounter with God. Mm-hmm. This is the level of trauma that no psychology will ever get them through on its own. It'll help, but they need an encounter with God's love. And because they have a religious experience of rules and regulations, mm. If anything, even maybe hearing those words is like, I tried serving God mm-hmm. and I'm dead and I'm stuck. Yeah. And that is like the last thing I need right now is someone tell me about God because mm-hmm. they're hurting and they're hurting in their past too. So I think one of the things we're going to talk about going forward is how do we get rid of some of those roadblocks? Mm-hmm. So if people are listening today and going, that sounds lovely and like total BS to me. Yeah. Because I've encountered God before and that is not who my God is. Mm-hmm. Or that's not what God ever looked like to me. So moving on, you know, yeah. <laughs> switch and- over to something else. Let's change the channel. I want you to hear that all of that was a strategy of the enemy to divide you and separate you from the very thing that is mm-hmm. your life and your hope because God loves you. He absolutely loves you and he is not a harsh taskmaster. Mm-hmm. So these gods that we're serving were in bondage to someone else, but God, he is gentle. Mm-hmm. And it just takes me to that scripture in um, Matthew 11. And it's always been a favorite for me ever since I discovered it in the message translation. You know, I grew up with the King James and I actually love it because it's poetic and beautiful. But for a season of my life, I had to stop listening to it because I heard it in the tone and the voice of, People who beat me with a religious stick. There was a Mm -hmm. lot of control and abuse. And and that's a real thing. It happens. Unfortunately, it happens. Then I picked up the message translation, which was pretty new then, or paraphrase. And I thought, I just got to hear it in a different voice. And sure enough, it was really healing for me. And I get to these words in Matthew 11. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. That's the gentle voice of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms Mm. of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So if you're listening to this today and you're just feeling 
conflicted about all of this, I just want you to hear the gentle words of Jesus. Come, I've got an easy, easy, easy path for you. And it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there's rest there and there's healing there. So I really invite you to continue listening with us and be curious. This is so much about positioning yourself for an encounter with Jesus. I always think of Zacchaeus and his little man and of all people undeserving of an encounter Mm -hmm. with Jesus. But he was curious. Mm -hmm. He was curious and his curiosity led him to an encounter with Jesus. Like Jesus stopped everything for this guy that was least likely Mm -hmm. and went to his house. And another thing I love is it's not that this further up and further in the gentle invitation to Jesus is not for one type of person. Because that was a lie I bought into for a really long time is that there were the certain people, there were the really emotional or really wooey people that all this Holy Spirit, all this healing, all this, you know, deeper life stuff, those were for them. And the people that were the objective, rational, hardworking people, they were the ones that got the crap done. Kind of Mary and Martha. Yeah, Mary and Martha. <laughs> which, you know, you read that and you're like, that's definitely not me. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, that is me. Mm-hmm. And what I learned through Jesus' gentle invitation and looking at some of those blockages is that is just a straight up lie. Mm-hmm. Jesus never says, hey, come to me, all you people that are really feelers and sensitive people. And and the rest of you, you just get the dull, mundane, boring this is as good as it gets life. He invites us all. And so it doesn't matter what, where you are in the spectrum of logical feeling, how you process information. It doesn't matter. Jesus is inviting all of us because he's so kind and he wants all of us to experience freedom and healing. And he loves us all. And he created us in this way. Yeah. Your unique creation does not, or wiring doesn't bar you or qualify you. Again, it's the two sons, very different And both were so embraced by the father's love. An interesting thing we've talked about is there is a little tension there. So what is it that, you know, what is it I'm supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Um, It's not hard work, but yeah, I got to do something. Jesus said, come. So we respond. We position ourselves for an encounter with him, but it's not about striving. So this is, this is like the story of Jesus. This like tension that my humanity struggles with, but there's this invitation. So yes, I do something. I show up. I seek. I yearn. I long. I say yes, but he does the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. right? His yoke is easy. His burden is light. He is gentle. He, it's him that works in us to will and to do his good pleasure. He is the one doing the heavy lifting, but I still have to show up and give him my yes. Mm-hmm. So a big part of this journey for me is no apathy. Yeah. Say no to apathy right now. Just oh, I, break I, the I no lived apathy. my life too far in apathy and it's like, no, I will not go there again. And we all have an invitation. So, I mean, you might be listening to this and I focused a lot on people who are burned out on religion. Further up and further in isn't just an invitation to them. I hope to be like 80 years old, wildly on fire for Jesus. And I know that he has an invitation Mm. for more because it is his promise that until we see him from face to face, he is calling us and he is giving us glory to glory. It's in 2 Corinthians 3.18. It says, as we gaze on Mm. him. And I love that picture. As I am yearning and looking towards him and giving him my yes, he will take me from glory to glory. And there's no end to that until we see him face to face. Mm. So there's more. Yeah. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, whatever personality you have, there is an invitation to you by Jesus, the Father, Holy Spirit saying, come on, I've got more adventures for you further up and further in. Mm-hmm. And there's this passage in The Last Battle where they've encouraged to go further up into Narnia. And so they're going 
It says, I say, steady, look what we've come to. And it's a beautiful pool and waterfall. And it just looks so beautiful. And Farsight, the eagle, who's already seen further up and further in, says, don't stop. Further up and further in, called Farsight, tilting his flight a little upward. It's all very well for him, says Eustace. But Jewel also cried out, don't stop. Further up and further in, take it in your stride. I love that. I love it. And so our listeners, we bless you today. We bless you with curiosity, with hunger, with hope. We bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you.